welcome back to another episode of the BPM Podcast, your favorite podcast in the world. And we're back for another episode. Thank you guys so much for the support of the last episode. I received a lot of good feedback. Me and Pancho. Pancho was not present on that one. Shout out to my homie Rooster. You know, it was a a good conversation. I learned a lot about graffiti life and the art of minding your business when you're doing graffiti, the rules of the game. Um, I'm planning on doing another one with him soon. Um, he's got great insight on the streets. Uh, if you want to go follow him uh, on YouTube and on Instagram under the uh, Rooster BTB on YouTube, Rooster BTB on uh, Instagram, he just uploaded a video. His edits are crazy. And I told him, I was like, yo, you got chill, homie. Uh, some of his edits are pretty cool. Uh, he shows you more in depth. Our, our episode, my episode was more about, uh, his beginnings and all of that. And, but his channel focuses more on, uh, other artists around town, you know, the scene, uh, where people go paint, um, the type of graffiti there is, it's, 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 it's almost like a docu-series of the graffiti scene here in Tucson, and, um, it's kind of crazy to see that, like, like, I always see graffiti across town, and, you know, you wonder, like, who the fuck made that, and then he showed me a couple things, a couple people, uh, and I'm like, oh, cool, these are just fucking normal regular people they have jobs you know they got some got babies some got seven baby mamas and listen we're gonna start this one a little different today because i know alcohol is bad but i forgive them i forgive you alcohol i'm gonna have just a little bit of this um blanton's hard to get this blanton's whiskey i got a sample of it and a bottle so I'm going to drink the sample to see what it tastes like. And then on the 100th episode, I'm probably going to crack that bottle open. It's not expensive whiskey. It's not, I don't know if it's the best or not, but it's hard to allocate the whiskey because the family that makes it makes only what they make. They don't push their, their, uh, what you call their employees or their, or the numbers we make this is what we make this is what we have and until next batch you know they're not like oh we're gonna expand for what i've been told i don't know if all of it is true but we're gonna take a nice little sip i'm gonna rate it uh i've had better oh, for sure uh, i've had better I think um, Angel's Envy is better than that. And Angel's Envy, it's about the same price. It's a $50 bottle. Um, it's definitely, I don't know, maybe I need another sip. <laughs> hey, thank you guys for listening to me. Make sure you follow me on YouTube. Make sure you like and share. Make sure you do all the things. Uh, major, the, the two big ones are... Spotify, YouTube, 
and tiktok if you want to get into the craziness tiktok you can go on tiktok under the back porch mexican podcast under the back porch mexican podcast on youtube and spotify under the back porch mexican podcast uh tiktok is just for the is for the craze one thing i do i'm just speaking my mind most of the time sometimes talking about topics i get lost in transition of what i'm talking about because it's just like me talking and um i don't ever i read the comments on youtube i'll read them and i'll give you a little heart emoji and a thumbs up but I won't comment. I won't get into discussions with anyone. Um, thank you for your support, though. But like, even if you're supporting or not supporting, just a little heart and a thumbs up lets me know that I watched, that I saw it. But I'm not partaking in any of that craziness. I'm not gonna get into a you know a, a text war with people uh, over some of the things I say. I say what I say, and then if you don't like it, you don't like it. It's not for you, and I'm okay with that. I'm not trying to please everybody, you know. I'm trying to find my own route, my own route, uh, my own route. But there's been a lot going on lately, right? Uh, if you're following the news, um, it is astonishing to me that people still think that Mexico is safe that shit ain't safe <laughs> I'm Mexican you know I'm scared to go down there shit you know but because you never know like here you, you, you never know anywhere but let's be honest when you can't fucking call the police and have them show up that's a big you know what I mean like hey someone just got shot can you send the ambulance I'm like oh nope we don't go to that side of town. Oh, nope. Cartels run that side. I don't know how it goes, but four Americans, four Afro-Americans, African-Americans, got kidnapped and two of them killed. Uh, not trying to make light of the situation. Uh, some of the rumors are, are believed that one of them was having a surgery down there. And drove all the way down from South Carolina, I believe. Um, it was already in the books at the hospital. It looks like it was legit. They got mistaken by some Haitians for some. They got mistaken by the cartel. They thought they were Haitians. So that lets me know that some of the Haitians that are coming over from Haiti, not only do not cross the border they stay there and work in the illegal activities but they were trying to hide um you know my condolences to the families i know they're not gonna probably be listening to this but i don't want to sound like i'm rude uh but my first i'm gonna tell you like my really without we're just looking at the headline without doing any research i'm guilty as charged i looked at it and i was like oh you know Oh, duh, of course. Like, the cartel doesn't just kidnap people just 
for the fuck, especially Americans, right? They don't want to fuck with no Americans unless they have to. I was like, my first initial thought was like, oh, they're, you know, they're probably involved. They got picked up. Um, and then I was like, you know what? Mm, I don't know about this. This doesn't sound right. So I did a little research and, and, and found some of the uh, outlets down in Tamaulipas uh, to have the same storyline, you know, um, about the 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 purpose of the visit uh the purpose of the visit was to go to the doctor and that sucks right for whoever was trying to get something fixed because america's healthcare is not the best what well, is the best but it's almost unaffordable you can't afford to get a procedure down here you want your kidney transplant we we need the other kidney and we'll put this one in you know, and you need three hundred thousand dollars for it's 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 insane. It's almost unaffordable. There's that's why the pharmacies across the border are such a big uh, economy pushers down in Mexico. Cause like you can get your you know your your medication for diabetes down there for a third of the cost, and all you have to do is drive and snuggle back a couple you know a couple pounds of meth, some fentanyl, and you're good. You got your insulin and you're ready to go um it's it's always been a, a thriving market when it comes to pharmacies and doctors and dentists dentists are like huge right people go down there get braces get fucking dentures veneers all this they look like bucks money from carrier 13 my brain is not functioning today folks i don't know why Maybe because I don't have enough of that bad whiskey that I forgive you, whiskey, for being bad. But you're good to me. Just a little bit. Just, you know, to rev the engine, you know, to get it to an idle. That's what you need whiskey for. But it is, it's crazy because I'm in the algorithm of, of, of Mexican news in Spanish duh um because i'm interested of what happens with my people and i get told that i'm racist towards my own people why i care what happens to my people motherfuckers that's where i come from there's nothing you can do about it just because you know what i mean sometimes a little twang comes out and you can't do nothing about it boy ain't that right poncho poncho don't give a fuck today look at him <laughs> All right. Um, it's uh, it's a sad day that I watched some of the videos. I'm not going to put them up because I don't want to get uh, copyrighted, but or, or not even copyrighted, or I don't want to get into like the videos of the cartels, like how they drag these people. Like there's videos of them dragging what it looks like a, a dead body onto the bed of a truck and he just like fucking he threw on this girl that was alive sat her ass down this other male looked like he was slumped over and they drag him into the truck and they were trying to hide that they were kidnapped i don't know how you hide there's footage of this whole ordeal online if you look at in america they won't show it 
put in Mexico. They're like, here you go. We'll show you what's what. We're so desensitized. Uh, and that's what it, it bothers me where violence, such gruesome violence, it goes unpunishable, unpunished, and unnoticed. It's like everyday thing. You know, you walk over dead body or a massacre of like cartel versus cartel and people are hurting. And then what's scary about that is that mental health awareness in my community, in my country, is not a priority. It's not, especially in the poor communities, which is, you know, 60% of the fucking Mexico. 60% of the working class of Mexico is way below poverty. Um, You know what? I'm going to Google that fact because I don't know. Let's look it up. I don't want to sound like I'm fucking talking out of my ass. Let's do it. Let's do this real quick. Share of the population with an income below the cost of cost of the food basket in Mexico. La canasta básica, you know? Mexico 2019-2022, the working poverty rate in Mexico, which refers to the percentage of the population with labor income below the cost of the food basket, fell to 30, oh, 38.3% in the second quarter. Second quarter. But that's not what I want. I want how No, that's not what I want. But I don't. Maybe because I'm. I want the number I just said to be truth. What is the current poverty rate in Mexico? Twenty-five percent. Twenty sixteen. Oh, this is old. Because I tapped in poverty per capita in Mexico, twenty twenty-two, twenty twenty-three. Then it doesn't come up. Despite the inflation context, uh, Mexico poverty rate. Well, it's high as fuck. Because if I type in the same for the U.S., let's see. 12%. But it varies. 12% poverty rate in the United States compared to 30-something in Mexico. I didn't. All I changed was America. America, baby. Right? So, back to where I was saying, it... it um, What this narco culture, what it produces, it produces people that are desensitized from a young age to keep on the cycle, for the cycle to continue to be there. There's no resources, there's no comprehensive way out of the narco state that Mexico is in 
people are like, oh, no, you know, like the fucking president is like, abrazos, no balazos. I talked about this the other day. Abrazos, no balazos, right? Uh, which stands like, oh, let me, let's hug it up. Don't shoot it out. What? Right? And now some of the Republican <sighs> representatives are trying to make um, some of the cart. well, they trying to label cartels as terrorists which it include which it includes to be you know the military to take action in Mexico but how long is that going to last how, how what does that do to both countries economy i don't know i don't know what it, the, the consequences of america invading mexico uh to fight the cartels what does that do to the U.S. economy, to Mexico's economy, to the population itself, because it's being a narco is is not frowned upon. It's not frowned upon. Uh, it's not like people are gonna be like, "Oh, that was the guy that did that." It's in the culture. It's your uncle. It's your your cousins. It's your mom. It's everybody. It's there's no old. Young, everybody wants to get money because if there's no other opportunities to earn money and the only way is to to be a scout, to be, you know, uh, a business owner that launders money, there's no way out. It, it, it's, it's an impossible. War. But what do you do, though, if, if it is if it's an impossible war when it comes to winning or losing? What's the alternative? Just let it take over, and then what? What is? What are we gonna do? Because right now, the streets are filled, filled with fentanyl. Filled. They're just when you can get pills for two dollars, and you can get like the high of your life where you can start doing street yoga. You know what I mean? Two dollars will make you do the fucking the cow pony on a fucking bus bench. Tell me that's not you know like <laughs> I sound like a psycho, but it's not only just here. It's in every city in America. Fentanyl took over, and no one's doing nothing about it. Not either government. They're trying to like stop the bleeding. But you cannot stop that bleeding. That bleeding is not done yet. Because what's next? Remember? Crack. Cocaine. Freebasing coke. Heroin. Opiates. Now fentanyl. What's next? What are, what are, what are we missing? What are we missing from... What are we going to come up with? To hold a population under control. Right? Don't forget, the CIA is the one that started all this fucking crack epidemic. Don't forget about that. Nobody wants to talk about that. The CIA was like, yo, listen, we need to f get money to fund the Contras in, where was it? Costa Rica? Or, yeah, no, not Costa Rica. Well, El Salvador? Nope. Panama? Somewhere. I'm fucking so down there. Los con 
Nicaragua. Nicaragua, baton. Um, to, found, to, found, to, to buy them weapons. The CIA needed money and they went off the book and be like, hey, we got some crack. We got some cocaine. But make sure you send some money to the Nicaraguas, you know. Uh, Enrique Bermudez Varela, Adolfo Calero. It was the revolutionaries trying to take over the the government in Nicaragua, and that displaced so many people. Um, but the issue still remains. We all have, well, not all of us, but those people that have kids. How do you explain to your kids what's going on outside the car when they can clearly see there are zombies amongst us they are young old handicapped with a pet all kinds of walks of life all kinds of different colors it's not just one no is this fentanyl does not give a fuck what you look like you partake in this fentanyl and it's gonna wrap you around. It's gonna throw your life down the gutters. So how do you explain to your kids? How do you expect them to have a, a, a bright outlook in life when there's so much chaos going around us? When every corner of every street there's a homeless person Every day. Sometimes they work in four corners. They're all teaming together to pile the money and buy as much fentanyl pills. Every single corner of that intersection, there's somebody with a sign. Are all of them in on fentanyl? No. Are all of them homeless or houseless or, or unhomed? What is that term? Unhoused. Are they un unhoused? Yes. But you can tell right away the people that are struggling with drug addiction right away. You know, they look a little out of place. But how do you explain to your kids that, like, this is normal? This is what you're going to inherit. You're going to have to deal with this when you get older because I'm on the, on the back end, you know, I'm on the back nine and I'm shooting, for sure, I'm shooting 67. You know what I mean? If I shoot 67, I'd fucking. Imagine shooting 67 for those that play golf. Whew, 67, never in my life. I shot 98. That's the closest I've gotten, 98. And that was with a couple mulligans, you know what I'm saying? Um, but how do you explain to your kids? Like, and There's people out here that don't want to have kids, and I totally understand them. You know what I mean? Because now, if this is bad, can you imagine in 20 years? It's going to be even worse. So what are we doing as a community, as human beings, to change this outcome, to change, not change this outcome, to change the trajectory we're facing and we're choosing to, we're choosing to ignore what's happening because, you know, did you see the new TikTok? Oh, did you see the new blah, 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 the fucking Tesla? We're in fucking, in another realm. We're like, oh, you know, but did you oh, did you try the new Starbucks or or, you know, did you see what fucking 
the Kardashians are doing. Did you see that she went to Starbucks and I, I'm going to order the same thing she did? What? But I get it. It is part of the distraction to be, to ignore. Or if it's not happened to you, you ignore everything else. Pretty much. You ignore essentially everything. You pay attention to a couple things that you care. But as a, but as, as a society, we are failing the new generation. Because they're going to be fucked. The new generation is going to be fucked. The way the economy is going, the way the drug addiction is going, the way that the countries are can't wait to lit each other's throats, the new generation is going to have to figure something out. They're going to fucking call the aliens or somebody. Or Bigfoot. Bigfoot better fucking show up. If Bigfoot or the aliens showed up right about now, we'd all be like, oh shit, this is real. You know what I mean? They're going to take me up there and fucking anal probe me. And what happens then? How do you go explain to your kids you got anal probed by aliens and they ain't got no dick? You tell me that, Ramiro. I had a fucking boss call me Ramiro for six months. I was like, that's not my name. He's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> this, is, this is the shit that you sometimes do. With. He's like, I don't give a fuck. You're Ramiro and, and so I learned your name. And then I'm like, well, that's not my name. And I'm not going to answer to that. And eventually I did, you know what I mean? So my name is, my fucking star name is, my stardom name is Ramiro. Ooh. That's pretty good, actually. After the third one, there's a little hint of, like, vanilla in it. Oh, not vanilla. It's, it's something sweet. Blentons. Try to get that shit at your local wine store or your local liquor store. You ain't gonna have it. I got this. I got this fucking bottle through backdoor deals. You know, shout out to like that guy. You know what I'm talking about. You know, you don't need to. I don't even need to know. You know what I'm saying. I don't. Know, I'm not gonna blow up my spot. But he's like, I got. I order six bottles every month, and I only get one. Every month for twelve months in a row, I order six bottles every month, and I only get one. This time. I ordered six and I got six. And so do you want one? And I was like, yes. Spot me a little 50. Bam, bam, bam. And I got myself a little. It's all right, though. I don't think it's. I think the whole thing is like it has the horses, the Kentucky Derby horses on top. If you like whiskey. And they all have the letters. They all spell Blentons, right? And they're all collective one. If you look them, look them up. Just the fucking tops of the bottle are five G's. Just because they're so hard to fucking get. But. Not 5G's, sorry, 3G's. I'm a, fucking, I'm a little Blentons up right now. But listen, we need to do something about our communities. Um, maybe it should rain every day, right? So the homeless never come out and we never have to see them. But eventually, I'm wondering, when it rains a lot, is there a lot of homeless people that just like fucking, they got nice, you know? winterproof coats and rainproof coats and umbrellas and they still beg because i'm tired of seeing these motherfuckers everywhere like legit like the other day i went to a store and this dude approached me and i was like dude i got food stamps i ain't got no money i yelled at him he's like i'm sorry i'm like well fucking get to work homie i've already told you how i feel about this if i'm gonna buy drugs they're gonna be for me not for you you understand? I work hard for my money. 
But if I know if you're gonna go buy drugs with my five dollars, I want a cut. I want some whatever you got going on, get me some. I'm just gonna buy you free drugs. What do you think I am? Your dad? Get out of here. <laughs> I was like, I got food stamps, dude. I don't got no money. And I don't got food stamps. But that's how you know what I mean? I'm like, you accept food stamps? And they're like, what? You always got to go fuck with them. You can't just be like, oh, yeah, I'll give you money, you know, or I'll buy you food. They don't want food. I bought some homies, a couple 40s once, you know, and they're like, thanks, bro. But, you know, that's not an everyday thing. Maybe I feel a little. But what are we going to do about this situation? They're everywhere now. So I knew I, I knew I was I said that. I know that I said that I was going to do something good every episode. And the only good thing I can think of without researching, without doing anything, it's that my fucking girl, Alexa Grasso, is the new flyweight champion of the world in the UFC, baby. If you didn't watch that on Saturday, you're fucking out of your mind because john jones came back and destroyed homeboy didn't even get punched once he's like whoop duck bah. took him out and fucking choked him in the most unconventional way there's two unconventional chokes the standing rear naked choke and john jones the steer the, the standing rear naked choke was that dude from russia that looks asian looks like an well looks like an eskimo but ramakov I think that's his name. But the fight I wanted to see was Alexa Grasso. Because that girl can fucking box. Pa, pa. She can box. And then Valentina was not ready for them fucking Mexican hands, homie. She was not ready. And everyone's like, oh, Valentina's going to fucking smoke. I'm like, mm, I don't know. I think she will. But I don't know. Alexa Grasso, I didn't know she could not be. I knew she did jujitsu. I knew. And then she, pra- I don't know that she practiced jujitsu. I don't know if she's a black belt, but she's poor. She speaks Portuguese as well, which is fucking crazy. Spanish, Portuguese, and English. I need to step my fucking game up. And then she, Valentina throws that spinning back kick, you know, that 180 back kick, ping. And she catches it, takes her back. She jumps on her back like it was fucking Mochila from Dora the Explorer, dude. Like, they're about to fucking go get Coyote and cross the border. She fucking hopped on her fucking back, put her hooks in, and squeezed. I was in front of the TV screaming my lungs out. Squeeze, baby girl, squeeze. And then she fucking tapped. That's the good That's the good segment of this fucking podcast. Alexa Grasso, felicidades, mija. Te lo mereces, and then she ain't gonna beat you again. Now you're, That belt is yours. I don't know about the rest of the rest of the crew you got some animals coming after you but valentina you got her number there's nothing she can do now all right and with that my friends i'll leave you guys to it have a peaceful night you know because this isn't your army baby